Spout Lore is publicly funded by listeners like you. Go to spoutlore.com for more quality family programming like Arthur and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and get special limited edition PBS tote bags. You hear that, Fred Rogers? We ripped off your shit and we put it on our Patreon. I, I we Look, we shit talk a lot of people. I will not stand for any Mr. Rogers <laughs> slander on this, on this podcast. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute who knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello, everybody. If anyone copies my cadence, I'll fucking slit your throats. <laughs> sure. Okay. He has a knife in front of him. I believe him. <laughs> playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hi. <laughs> and playing Fat Billy, the half-leg thief, Jessica Ty. Hi everyone. Oh. It's myself. Oh. Oh, that was There's close. a vein popping out of Abdul's forehead and oh. he's holding the knife. Jessica's vein is popping too. She's copying him. Oh, no. It's involuntary. Oh. <laughs> uh, when last we left our heroes, they had gone on a strawberry adventure. <laughs> <laughs> their their new friend uh, slash antagonist minor antagonist Barry the strawberry fairy led them on a merry whirlwind quest to the forests of Hibernia uh, there were tricks and traps aplenty as some blackberry bushes attempted to get one over on you and as far as you can tell that was the entirety of their plan <laughs> uh, you were of course on this quest to recover a moon glow orchid for barry who wanted it for some mysterious purpose he ate it he just ate it gobbled yeah. it i was building up to something <laughs> oh because we're doing a recap oh, <laughs> yeah. sorry. i don't know what's sorry. such a mystery you're the one who said it if he anyone cuts off my recap i'm yeah. gonna cut your fucking throat <laughs> See, this is what happens oh when we God. don't let sean finish his dinner this is what happens when i have two-thirds of a coke zero <laughs> uh, zero tolerance right now and okay sure maybe half a liter of coffee earlier in the day <laughs> not that much earlier not that much earlier uh, your quest took you through the wooded sections of the main island in the chain known as Hibernia. Uh, and you were playing along with the blackberries and the strawberries as they attempted to hoodwink you. Uh, these being fairies, of course, spring fay tricksters, as we all know, uh, until you came upon the very real threat of an owl bear, a fight which was initially very threatening. And then Billy put it to sleep <laughs> and the fight was over yeah did we get any of those eggs no, no you never went back for the no, eggs. we didn't get them yeah owlbear eggs wildly valuable hmm. also you know what i can tell that you guys are separated from the traditional rpg fantasy party because classic DD adventurers would never be able to resist an owlbear egg <laughs> there's just no way 
but you did and i respect you for that what is the thing that it does yeah what do they do usually people want an owlbear egg so they can hatch it and have a pet owlbear so oh yeah <laughs> hold on so you wouldn't let us have black spire as a pet but we have an owl bear. Well, I mean, how you, I mean, just because you have the egg doesn't mean you're going to be able to get a live owl bear off the island. Um, also, you went to a pirate port. He would have been stolen from you post haste. Yeah. Um, what next? Uh, we entered the seaside cave that Barry had led you to, which was a beautifully like reflective crystalline ice cave beneath the island. Mm. A pretty simple trek downwards to a cave that got brighter and brighter the further down you went eventually revealing the massive form absolutely colossal of an animal but big a lunar bear pretty cool a minor god of the land uh we soon learned um and perhaps the last of its kind slumbering peacefully beneath the island destined some stories have said to replace the moon one day whoa really I said that in the episode. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the legends surrounding lunar bears are, is that one day a lunar bear would get so big that it would eat the moon. Cool, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sick. That's yeah. really cool. Pretty sweet. Uh, but you know what? It hasn't happened yet. And he's asleep, so maybe it'll never happen. Uh, and then bury the strawberry fair. Oh, in an attempt to retrieve the orchid creeping around the cliff surrounding the lunar bear, Ving almost dropped a vial of a child's nightmare deciding instead to gulp down the nightmare to save the day my hands were busy yeah so you used your mouth that's what i love about Vane. yeah <laughs> uh the day was saved the orchid was retrieved and barry ate it you uh emerged from the cave carried along the coastline hoping to find some runes in the rocks and stumbled upon a knowledge tree cool uh everybody took a little peeky peek we learned much less than we expected to because of mostly failures. Yeah. <laughs> we learned about star butter. That was exciting. <laughs> that yeah. was, that was the result of a failure, but in my mind, I think it was a success. I yeah. think it was more useful than the information we were trying to get. Yeah. We learned about lunar bears yeah. uh, and references to the man that married the moon and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Um, we learned that lunar bears have been hunted to near extinction by people known as berserkers. Oh, right. Yeah. And we learned that during the grieving, the Druids of Hibernia believed the world was ending and so made a pact with a powerful spirit to uh, wreathe the island in fog and hide themselves away from the apocalypse. Pretty cool. And just as things were looking like a, a peaceful night on the shoreside reading books from a tree... Ving heard footsteps Ving emerging. Ving had to go and ruin it. <laughs> Some serious scary shit. Seeing a night black wolf emerge from the forest, a dead snow owl in its teeth, and the sound deadening around him as he finds himself utterly alone. And that is where we find ourselves now. Ving, what do you do? Uh, I get in front between Tuck and Billy and the wolf mm -hmm. and brandish my spear. Uh, you try and get between Tuck and Billy. Uh -huh. And the, uh, you realize they are not there. What? And in fact, the shore is not there. You're surrounded by snowy forest. Oh, it's the nightmare. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, I'm caught up in a nightmare. <laughs> Do I know this? No. Uh, I don't know. Of? Actually, you know what? Defy danger wisdom. Okay, I'm going to roll these bone, camel bone die that we got. Hell yeah, that's too many. From Jesse? There you go. 2d6 plus wisdom. Okay, yeah, from go. a listener sent us uh, carved camel bone dice. Thank you. They're very Fucking nice. Sick. 12 total wow damn uh yeah so a couple things lead you to this conclusion um oh yeah i drank a child's nightmare earlier today <laughs> <laughs> and also this is a nightmare you have had before 
<gasps> I'm in my own child nightmare. Yeah, this is a nightmare you remember having as a child. Oh my god, as being tra- being hunted by this nightmarish wolf. But it's one of those nightmares, and you're not sure if some of it is real. Yeah, like was I maybe chased by a wolf at some point? Does this wolf represent something? There's like muddled memories in your head that led to very real fears. I'm, I'm sure we've all had that. You have nightmares that you remember for the rest of your life, and mm-hmm. you don't remember if they actually happened to you or not. How old was Ving when he was having these nightmares as a kid? I imagine quite young, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I think like four or five. What? I I had a thought. Uh Uh-huh. Knowing what we know about Ving now and how he came to be, um, perhaps some of these images... Are pre-Ving. ...are influenced by uh, Ileana's memories and thoughts and perceptions of, say, your father, who was a blood-soaked warrior... Mm-hmm. Oh my god, and I've had images of my mother as a snow owl. Because she yeah, she recalls being a snow owl. Right. Yeah. In the in in season two when you had mm-hmm. that dream where your dad killed your mom. Uh yeah, Ving had a nightmare mm-hmm. long, long ago. Yeah. Of his father murdering his mother, but he saw it from his mother's perspective. Yeah, and she was a snow owl then, right? Yeah. Well yeah, that makes actually yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Ving has had dreams and nightmares that were recurring nightmares for his mom. He always thought that he was experiencing them like she must have been pregnant or something. Maybe he had some sort of sense beyond her body, but no, that he is now imbued with some of her memories pre himself because of how he was created. Yeah. Mm. Oof. I tell the wolf he's not gonna hurt me. It growls and hunches low. And prepares to do just that. I stand my ground. It lunges. I uh, put a foot on my spear and lean back into it on the ground. 2d6 plus constitution. Okay. 10. So the wolf lunges towards you and your spear planted in the dirt, which is kind of half a spear, right? This is my dream spear. Yes. Oh. So it is perfectly, it's exactly as it was in when you were given it. In my dreams, my spear is unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so it's exactly as it was when you received it from your mother. It's like, it's still carved with like a dozen lives worth of names and memories, mm-hmm. but like it is not that like half material snapped different. It's got the original head. It's got the like um, original body. Like yeah. it's just this beautiful old spear. There's no duct tape on it. Yeah. And um, the wolf lunges towards you and your spear planted in the dirt. Is it just the right angle that it pierces itself through blood falling from its jaws and this gaping wound in its chest as it slavers in your face and then turns to smoke on the spear and disappears. You hear howling in the woods. And where's the owl? The owl falls to the snow in front of you. I grab it. I cradle it. Lifeless. I I clutch it close. Howling in the trees. I push it up against my chest. Spread its wings around my neck. You hear footsteps in the snow. I turn slowly towards the footsteps. Jaws. I let them take me. All is black. I hear weeping. You wake up in the forest, emerging from the underbrush. A nightmarish black wolf, iron gray teeth, a dead snow owl. Locked in its jaws. Oh, holy shit. Uh-oh. You are utterly alone. I'm trapped with this wolf. I tell it that it won't hurt me. It hunches low and oh, prepares God. to do just that. Oh. I charge. Oh. There's a moment when I, my foot pivots. The snow. Yeah. Whoa. Slow motion. All oh, the snow. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Moves so slowly. Cool. I'm weaving in between the snowflakes for some reason. Hack and slash. I break my spear on the way in there and come in on both sides. Mm. I got five. Fuck. You pivot 
the snow slows in the air. You break your staff and prepare to come in on both sides. The wolf lunges, jaws, all is black. You wake in the forest, emerging from the underbrush, a nightmarish black wolf. I yell for a tuck and Billy. Give me a defy danger because you've realized this is a dream. Yeah. So you're very aware you are out of control. Like you are not in control of the situation at all, but you're aware that it's a dream. So let's say 2d6 plus wisdom. 10. The wolf hunches low, emerging dead snow owl in its teeth, row after row of bloody arrows in its pelt. And you feel a familiar presence to your left and right. Tuck, Billy, Mm -hmm. snowy forest, nightmarish wolf. Ving, holding his spear aloft. Tuck lunges and like grabs the wolf around its neck. Yeah, like does a bear hug. You know that thing where you like kill a dog by squeezing its neck? Oh, yeah. That thing from uh, (laughs) Omega Man or whatever? Oh, uh, I Am Legend. I Am Legend, yeah, Yeah, yeah. where he has to kill his dog. So sad. Yeah. Uh, 2d6 plus strength. Here we go. Shit. Nightmare. Five. Wow. Go ahead and roll a d12. 12. Oh, Ooh, wow. Jesus. Oh, fucking Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> fucking hell. So, Holy shit. in the dream, is it dream us or is it real us? Uh, Billy, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll 2d6 plus oh. wisdom. Oh, those are cute. <laughs> I'm using the pretty dice that Jesse sent us. Eight. Eight. Okay. So, Billy, you do realize that you are in a dream, mm-hmm. but... um. As far as you're concerned, if this wolf kills Tuck, Tuck is dead. In real life? That's what you're thinking right now. It's like, yes, this is a dream, but also, holy shit, giant wolf attacking Tuck. Mm-hmm. As you see this wolf's jaws like clamp onto Tuck's bicep and like rip back and forth, tearing a bloody hole in his arm. Um, Which arm? Uh, his left one. So he's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> you mean my, like I can still jerk off? <laughs> 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 Which arm has the tree tattoo on it? You tell me, bro. I think it's the right one. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I seem to remember you always gesturing to your right arm. Yeah. yeah. Can I go in like into like instinctive Billy? Like uh, with that thought? Uh, what do you mean? Like, um, because I'm on like Hibernia, I can change into mm. different forms if I need to. Interesting. This is dream space too. And so Billy's like, why can't I just do that? Give me a defined injury wisdom again. Okay. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Humongous, 12. Oh, shit. Okay. What are you trying to do? Billy needs to, like, close that distance between himself and the wolf, so he turns into, like, tree warrior Billy. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Are we talking, like, the winter? Yeah, his the winter, winter form? fairy. Yeah, so Tuck, you see a, like, a 6'6 man of wood and ice with a giant axe of clear blue ice standing before you striding through the trees. Sick. Holy shit. And what is Billy doing? I'm going to take my axe and uh, swing it at the head of the wolf. Hell yeah. Hack and slash. Eight. Eight. Okay. So um, in your winter warrior form, roll a d12. Ooh. Seven. Seven. And then roll a d12 again. Two. Two. Okay. So uh, your axe cleaves down the light glittering off its ice and stone as it hammers into the back of this wolf's neck and poof it becomes ashes but as its ashes drift away Mm -hmm. they swarm around you like a cloud of flies and you feel them going into your eyes nose mouth 
and oh, you're just God. like choking on this burning ash Whoa. for two damage. And for a moment, the wolf is gone. You hear howling in the trees. I'm so sorry I brought you here. Is this my nightmare? Are you guys here? Are you actually here? We're here. Yeah, I'm here, I think. You all feel the warmth and like gentle sonic ringing of the Chamberlain rings on your hands. Oh, fuck. I'm so, I love wearing this ring. It just really goes with my coloring. <laughs> <laughs> I should take it off when I sleep for this exact reason. Ving, where are we? I don't know. It looks like the shores of Old Shear. And I believe this might be a memory or a nightmare or my mother's memory or nightmare. This wolf is death coming. My father. And the owl is my mother. And he's going to keep coming. Wow. Classic Oedipal shit. Your dad's <laughs> going to keep coming. So you're saying I have to have sex with the owl. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> Thing, I'm willing to do anything for you, buddy. I'm going to try and fuck that wolf. <laughs> I'm going to break the cycle. Oh, this nightmare is going to give me nightmares. <laughs> yeah, how do I face this? That's a great question. What usually happens in the dream? I get killed. Do you usually wake up when you die? Uh, yeah, usually. But we're caught in a cycle? Mm-hmm. I've died twice already. It almost killed you, your bicep. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm bleeding a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this usually doesn't happen in dreams. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I assume. Usually dreams are about the one thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Usually dreams are about a giant cataclysm that destroys an island nation for me. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet, everyone. Billy's listening. And you both look over and, oh, yeah, who the fuck is this? Holy shit, Billy. Whoa. Don't talk. Billy, are you okay? Billy's listening? Yeah, Billy's listening. Uh, roll and a, also, this isn't really like young Billy right now. Yeah, this is like yeah. warrior Billy. Yeah. Roll a 2d6 plus wisdom for uh, discern realities. Five. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> All you can hear in the trees is footsteps, panting breath, like dozens and dozens of forms moving through the woods. Stop at you two. There are too many footsteps. I'd run into the woods. Okay. Where are you trying to go? To the footsteps. They're all around. You'd, it'd be harder for you not to go to the footsteps right now. Oh, okay. Uh, so you charge out into the trees if that is what you so choose to do. Yeah, I charge into the middle and uh, light myself up in the light of the full moon. Um, Use my moonlight yeah. as a beacon to try and draw them in. Yeah. Or to communicate. I don't know what. Uh, because we're doing dream stuff, 2d6 plus wisdom. 11. Okay, oh, great. Nice. Yeah, you start running into the trees, uh, you know, row after row of nearly identical forest until things darken around you as the light reflecting off the snow fades away and you come into a clearing with just the pure pitch black of the night sky above you. The trees are silent, the footsteps still approaching. And Ving, you drop to your knees in this cold, frozen ground. I open up my, my, my uh, throw back my pelt mm -hmm. on my chest, and there's a moonstone cave where my amethyst cave used to be. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. So sick. So sick. So this like iridescent white stone that fills the cavern of your chest, mm -hmm. and you're trying to like, light yourself out. up. Yeah. Yeah. Be the full moon. Give me elemental mastery. Which I believe is constitution. Yep. Oh, 12. 
Okay. He's bone dice. Hell yeah. Uh, what's the 12 with that again? Choose two from the list below. The effect I desire comes to pass. Avoid paying nature's price. Retain control. So I will retain control and the effect I desire comes to pass. I'll pay nature's price. Okay. With the night void black above you, the light of the moon comes from within as you uh, glow with the brilliant beams of the full moon. They dance all over your body, lighting you up like a beacon. And the light becomes so brilliant, blinding white that you cannot see. Even with my light sight? Yeah, no, not this. These aren't biological eyes. These are uh, moon eyes. <laughs> moon dream eyes. <laughs> moon dream eyes. Um, the name of the druid that taught your mother long ago, moon dream eyes. <laughs> Actually, he just sold weed to my mom. <laughs> and mushrooms when yeah. he had them. Uh... Oh my god, I just realized that that guy was fucking my mom. <laughs> oh no. Whoa, this is a nightmare. <laughs> he had black hair like a wolf. And you you hear coming through the trees. Sup, little guy? Me and your mom are just going to hang out. <laughs> Here's five bucks. Go to the corner store. <laughs> but you hear the footsteps approaching in the trees slow as they enter the clearing. And you hear only one set approach you. Mm-hmm. Stopping an indeterminate distance away. There's only two footprints instead of four. Because Jesus was carrying you. <laughs> Jesus was carrying the backside of this wolf. Like a, like he was wheel-bearing this wolf the whole time. <laughs> Jesus was running behind the wolf holding its back legs. <laughs> like a lawnmower. Go, little guy, go. <laughs> Man, part of me thought, like, for a little bit, I was like, whoa, we're going to do, like, a serious, scary dream episode. <laughs> we're doing is, both. It's not possible for us to maintain a tone like that. So, yeah, you hear the footsteps approach, and you know in the snow you only hear two feet. Uh, and you hear a voice. Then you know. I have to kill you. You're my dream, my nightmare, and you are mine. I take my spear and slam it into the moonstone cave in my chest in my dream. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah, go ahead. Roll uh, 2d6 plus wisdom. Nine. I think you feel you feel the moon glow overtake you. Uh, as this radiance bursts forth in a corona of uh, no, I guess I can't use that word anymore because people <laughs> think about in a in a COVID nineteen. Of, uh, <laughs> uh, as this radiance so good at similes, <laughs> as this radiance bursts forth in a almost supernova of light, uh, you of black light. Darkness shoots out of the hole. Ooh, Ooh. Darkness emerges mm-hmm. from the moonstone cave Shadow. in your chest. The shadow of the dark side of the moon overtakes you and all Led Zeppelin playing in the distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking give me a little bit. Boo. Doo, 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 doo. That's enough. Uh, <laughs> is that Led Zeppelin? I don't. And the forest is plunged into darkness. Oh my God. Billy. Tuck. The forest is plunged into darkness. Whoa. What the fuck? The footsteps around you have quieted. You hear a howl and a scream. What do you do? I follow the sound. Yeah, I run towards the scream as well. Okay. Roll 2d6 plus wisdom. 11. 9. Okay. 
you start running into the woods just following the sound of the scream and the howl tuck you're barreling through pretty well something about this place it feels like you're slipping like it's slipping over you like a stone in the stream yeah kind of feels like when i was in the spirit world and i was like floating yeah like even when i hit a tree i kind of like pass through it Mm -hmm. like you're just cutting through it in some strange way but something about Billy's countenance and Billy's place in the cosmos. He's being held back in a way and you feel him falling behind Billy. You're being like, it feels like the trees are catching you as you're running past. Yeah. I feel my roots almost like trying to grow into the ground as I step. Yeah. 2d6 plus wisdom to remember who you were. Okay. Uh, four. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Oh shit. And that's, the downfall of being like in a in like kind of like a stronger winter form mm. um and you're in like that way of thinking mm-hmm. so you can't change oh right. yeah. yes because it's like more rigid yeah you have to like shut down yeah. your yourself Fuck yeah that. so you feel the roots dig into the earth mm-hmm. and the ice starts to grow over your joints and then you're just still and you are one amongst hundreds of trees Tuck, you're running alone, but you come to a place that you feel is open and dark, just endless shadow, but you feel a presence at the center of it. Uh, I run to that. Okay. Yeah. T- give me wisdom again. It's like a black hole in the middle of a forest clearing. Is yeah. What I'm picturing yeah. and light swirling around mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 11 again. Nice. 11. You continue through the darkness towards the light at the center. Yeah. Oh, wait, is it light or is it blackness? Uh, it is a, it's, yes. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, you can't see it, but you know that it's there. Yeah. But it's not what it looks like, but it's what it feels like. I had an image of, like, Tuck, like, running to the middle of this, and it's like, the light has, like, formed this tar in the middle of the clearing. Oh, yeah. And he starts, like, digging through the tar mm-hmm. to, like, look for the thing that he knows is there. Mm-hmm. Oof. 2d6 plus wisdom for discern realities. Oh, yeah. Nine. Okay, so you get one question. What should I be on the lookout for? <laughs> right. Uh, you're digging through this, like, tar made of moonlight the dark side of the moon oh yeah and you're digging through and you see uh fingers emerge and i go whoa fuck. oh my god oh my god holy shit oh. it scared the shit out of me it scared the shit out of tuck too sorry <laughs> Uh, and yeah, there, there's a hand sticking out of this, uh, g- goo. And goop. I, I pull, I, I grab it and I pull. Yeah. And an arm follows and a shoulder. I keep pulling. There's a head too. I pull and I pull. A- other shoulder and an arm. Is it Ving? It's Ving. Okay. Yeah. You noticed when the face came out that it was Ving. Ving. Oh my God. You scared <gasps> the shit out of me, dude. You scared the shit out of me, dude. I know. I'm sorry. And, and then Tuck looks up to this guy. He's like, Jessica, I'm sorry if I scared you. <laughs> I scared you. <laughs> I feel like I could feel the air being displaced by Jessica's heartbeat after you did that. I feel fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And yeah, you pull Ving out of this mire. And I say, where is he? Is he gone? Is he here? You're dead? Where's Billy? Billy. Mm -hmm. What was the worst day Billy can remember from the winter war? 
um, I guess like this war feels like it went on for a really long time Mm -hmm. and it was all where Billy fought was all across kind of the icy tundra Mm -hmm. and what was once like a white landscape was now like dark red and brown and the blood had frozen into a thick layer of ice all across as far as he could see and there were like bodies layered under this all this blood and ice frozen yeah um wow and he just he just remembers thinking like what's the point of all of this when we all came from the same place Mm -hmm. and then he has and he goes back to fighting Fuck. and it's like they people keep coming mm-hmm. and he in a break he like looks around the swirling snow and he's like he remembers what it was once like to be like that mm-hmm. uh have we talked about how long ago the winter war was never i don't think okay <laughs> then you know what maybe we just won't maybe it is one of those things that is a uh, lost to time <laughs> but um billy steps forward into the battlefield preparing to rejoin the battle as a vicious looking elf on a battle cat uh, comes tearing out of the trees right towards you mm-hmm. midnight black fur arrows piercing its pelt iron gray teeth mm-hmm. and it charges towards you and i shoot my limbs out like of ice and stone to pierce it and i think we're just going to cut back to tuck and ving i sure. don't even i don't even need that's just hardcore <laughs> yeah uh darkness all around you the trees begin to resolve at the edge of the darkness but you still feel lost and Tuck, uh, yeah, Tuck realizes when Ving asks, where's Billy? He looks around, he realizes that Billy didn't keep up, mm-hmm. which is rare. Yeah. Uh-huh. Usually, <laughs> usually Tuck is the slowest. Is it <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Billy's so little. I mean, Billy never stops running, even if he's slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Tuck starts screaming into the black where he's just like, Billy, Billy. 2d6 plus wisdom. Five. Okay. You scream out for Billy uh, and the earth begins to shake beneath you. Fissures form in the ground as the earth's very breath courses up in burning plumes. The sky reddens. The spheres fall and all is doomed. Shit. Is this my dream? You, you tell me, buddy. This yeah. is a catastrophe. <laughs> this is, and it's like an alien landscape. Like, it looks mm. like no landscape in our world. You mean like, plantless? It's, uh, it's mostly gray rock. When Sean said the spheres start to fall, like, it's not just moons in the sky, it's planets, too. Ooh. And the sky is on fire. And you can, like, see in the distance, like islands in a chain of, uh, of islands on the ocean, like one by one being taken, like falling into the sea. Wow. What do you do? <sighs> what do I usually do? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Pee. Uh, I, I usually go for higher ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I usually do. Yep. This is like the dream, like the dream from, I think it was season two. Yeah. Mm. This is the only dream that Tuck has. The cataclysm? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. destroys an island nation. Yeah. So behind you, there's the shattered hill. Yeah. There's the ridge. There's the like falling tower. There's the maybe a, like a remnants of a tree sticking at the one thing, the one dead version of 
of something a, that used to be alive. Yeah. Like a branch sticking out of a cliff. It's the only thing that is biological. And it's like in the distance, you can hear screaming and people mm-hmm. moving. So there is also like life here. And there's one thing that is different than all the other times before. You are not alone. Ving is here with you. And I I go, this is, uh, this is my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is my nightmare, but you seeing it also is my nightmare. Because <laughs> I don't like being this vulnerable in front of people. <laughs> being witnessed is your nightmare. Uh, yeah, what do you do? Uh, I just, I go, we got to get to higher ground, but we also need to find Billy. I go to scream Billy's name. My mouth is full of owl feathers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're choked with feathers and down. I can't scream. Bloody meat. So yeah, what do you, what do you guys do? I want to try Eye of the Storm, see if it works in this nightmare. Interesting. Oh, cool. So I can calm a space around us, hopefully. Yeah. Give us time to go look for Billy. Okay exert my will in a circle around me roll con on a hit the world calm seven to nine affects only what you touch as long as you're touching it all right five okay you extend your will around you and you ving the lucid dreamer knowing that you are in a dreamscape you're not sure if it's because this is tuck's dream or the nature of what's happening to you but you have no control in this place but up the hill you do see snow blowing and weapons clashing you hear on the on the wind billy mm-hmm. you are locked in battle with this ranger and his war cat mm-hmm. what is happening it's basically a trap is what it is right so the ranger's using the cat to distract me another ranger sets fire to me oh mm-hmm. And there hasn't been much fire up here because of the wind. It's just hard to keep a flame lit. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. But this one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe maybe this is like... Emulator flame? Yeah, maybe it's like when the Torch of McCall or oh. the thing that became the Torch of McCall mm. enters the battle. Maybe, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you had fought him before. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. Billy had fought the, the Demon of Zealotry. Mm-hmm. So this must be him or... Or something like him. Yeah. 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 And you burn. Mm-hmm. A blue flame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you die. <laughs> and then you are atop this hill again and you see the cat coming out of the forest and you, you prepare to die once more. Mm-hmm. Ving and Tuck, you see snow blowing at the top of this ridge. You get to the top of the ridge. Yeah, we head up for higher ground. Yeah. And uh, you get to the top and you look over the shattered towers to your left, the dead tree sticking out of the foundations. And uh, in the distance, you see a figure that looks much like Billy's winter form locked in battle with something and dying over and over in a burst of blue flame. What do you do? I want to charge forward and use my uh, elemental form and transmute into a bear. Mm -hmm. Um, The lunar bear. Yeah. So I'm channeling my mother. 2d6 plus con. 13. Okay, yeah. So you like pool moonlight around you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And snow, it gathers snow, ice, blood snow Ooh. is coming up and making this monster bear with um, a red crescent moon. It has all the phases of the moon across its chest. Cool. Cool. And what do you do? I attack the cat. Yeah, you can go ahead and spend one of your hold if you want to just oh, yeah, deal your damage hold. to it. Yep. Billy, you're prepared mm-hmm. to do battle with this cat and this ranger. 
and then an enormous bear made of blood and moonlight charges into sight and you know that that is your friend yeah and what am i doing i think to myself what am i doing locked inside of this piece of wood and ice so i abandon it hell yeah yeah cool. um do you want to give me a defy danger wisdom yeah eight eight okay Sick. so um this enormous bear begins to do battle with the ranger that had killed you a thousand times in your mind mm-hmm. and in abandoning this form the ice and wood falls away in a pile mm-hmm. and uh blossoms burst forth mm-hmm. as billy the spring fairy is born from that pile of wood mm-hmm. like, like, a, like a confetti cannon <laughs> boom <laughs> yep, flowers all pop out and billy comes up behind that's him. amazing and uh um, yeah it's the only color in the landscape mm, yeah always like beautiful. pink cherry blossoms <laughs> <laughs> uh and tuck you see this ving charges forward in this body of a bloody moon bear tuck attacks the black cat too 2d6 plus strength what the fuck that's four plus three is seven okay well you still <laughs> got a seven on Jesus a hack and slash fuck. with a four okay roll your damage oh and ving roll your damage too thank you three one uh not great yeah but um the two of you working in concert are able to hold this cat back as billy fully blooms on the battlefield the bright little child that you have come to know and love fully present in this horrific landscape and go ahead and roll a d12 again shit eight fuck you are uh (laughs) oh my god what do you add i'm at six now (sighs) jesus you're just shredded billy's looking around um is there a way out of this like what's the problem here uh discern realities okay eight eight okay so you get one one question maybe who's really in control here oh yeah nice good question who's this child whose nightmare i drank um there's a point where you're fighting and billy's looking around trying to solve this and with that and the chamberlain rings you all kind of connect for a second in a space outside this space in just like pure sleep no oh. where you're all you don't see each other but you feel each other mm-hmm. and if you had to guess you would say now that it wasn't a specific child whose nightmare you drank it was the nightmare of children what makes children afraid is what you consumed and spread somehow metaphysically to your friends oh the thing that you always forget when you're in a nightmare the, the person that is in control here is you three. You've just lost sight of that. So if you were able to strip that away somehow and remember that this is your mind, these are your memories, you may be able to pull yourselves out. Yeah, I don't have to be here. And I'm back on that battlefield. Mm-hmm. And I just like melted away because I'm like, I can be anywhere I want to be. Mm-hmm. So 2d6 plus wisdom and you get a plus one from the discerned realities. Oh, okay. 11, 12. Wow. Yeah. Yes. And all of a sudden, Ving and Tuck, you're like holding back this uh, vicious cat. Yeah. And whoosh, it's gone. Ooh. You don't even see it go. It's just gone. We're in pine wood. 
Oh, no. You're in, <laughs> you're in the fir forests of Pinewood, a fire crackling in the distance, music, laughing. And the big buffet table. Yeah, big buffet table. Some kids are getting ready to put on a, a production of something. The writhing cat disappears, and I'm looking into the eyes of... Vev. Vev. <laughs> How can you never remember her name? Call her Vong. <laughs> Um, yeah, and you're standing in this place of light and laughter and friendship and camaraderie. And I feel like we're standing on the edge of the woods mm -hmm. looking at ourselves in the revel. Mm. This is like a dream of a better time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can feel like the cold at my back and I'm just like, just don't pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. Don't look at it. And you feel looking towards the village, you feel the welcoming energy come sit eat drink be merry that's not real either though i want to turn back into a man yeah you're back you're ving i want to take the ring off 2d6 plus wisdom nine um maybe it takes all of us to aid yeah yeah oh yeah that makes sense help. so if you take it off i have to take it off then too mm -hmm. okay and i'll take mine off too mm-hmm Mm, eight. <laughs> Five. Oh, no. So, um... Tuck's fingers swell when he fights. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit of editorializing on my part, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, Billy rolled to take his ring off. Uh -huh. You rolled to help Ving. Okay. So you failed at that, but Ving still got a nine. Nice. So, Ving and Billy take their rings off, and for a moment, you're there alone. And... You're watching this village that you loved for a short time with you and your family just enjoying themselves. You see the apparition of Perel before he got his body back. Oh, yeah. Dancing a jig. And then the ground begins to shake. Oh, God, again. The earth opens up. Okay. We the, fall in it. Yeah. The village is swallowed. Screams. Fire. The spheres fall. I start running up the hill again. Kate Bush is there. It's a bush named Kate. <laughs> and you waken on the shores of Hibernia under the branches of a knowledge tree. Ving and Billy stand over top of you. And I go, hey guys, um, I had a weird dream and... It was fine, and unless you guys also had a weird dream. Yeah, I had a weird dream, too. <laughs> guys, it's okay to be afraid. It's just a dream. I'm not afraid. But I also had a really fucking weird dream. <laughs> Do we all have the same dream? I think we might have all had the same dream. Billy, you... The seven to nine that you got with the ring. Yeah. You um, clench your hands to like try and remember the warmth of before mm. you were in that place and you feel like ice crack and fall away on your hands. I don't show them. Yeah. Oh, what? And Tuck, you're going to take a debility to Whoa. wisdom. Oh, no. Going forward. <laughs> what happened? You had an absolutely horrible cataclysmic dream in which for the first time ever you watched your friends and family die. Oh, sh okay. Yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And you know, from here on out, that will be a part of the dream every night. Ugh, fuck. Um, you, Ving, you feel in your chest another cave is opened. 
Oh, a moonstone cave is there. Mm-hmm. There's a moonstone Ooh. cave in the center of your chest. And some of the moonstone is black as darkest night. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> and just then, from amongst the bushes, a wolf. A wolf. Nightmare. <laughs> Coal black belt. Yeah, Tuck picks up a rock and throws it. He's like, get out of here, wolf. And he stabs himself in the chest. <laughs> and you hear somebody go, ow! And Savarna comes out of the trees. Oh my god, Savarna. Did you throw a fucking rock at me? I thought you were a wolf. <laughs> you can't just walk up on people like that, like all sneaky. Who's sneaking? You are. Walking around in the dark in a bunch of trees. It's daylight. And she points. Barely. She gestures towards the horizon as the sun begins to rise over the over the sea. And in the in the dappled like morning gray, morning light, the gray, gray morning. In I the forgot. dappled gray morning light. <laughs> you, like you look at Tuck and he's fucking covered in blood. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Whoa. my God. Yeah. You have a ragged. You have a ragged bite in your arm. All of the bites and shit from the For dream. Real? I think so. Because I oh. it took real damage. Yeah. I'm at six yeah. health. Right. I guess so. Do I have any poultices? I think I gave them all to that stupid strawberry. Yeah. yeah. So does this often happen when you read under a tree? <laughs> We've never read before, really. I believe that 100%. And then Tux is like so weak, but he's like, no, I'm, I am literate. I don't know how many times I have to say this. You should probably come back to the village. Hey man, I'll come with you wherever you <laughs> As long as you don't make me read. <laughs> let's, let's go. Come on. Is the, it, the, the council is reaching a, an accord soon. You really should be back in the village. Does an accord mean a positive outcome for us? Let's go back to the village. Say, do you think that they'll maybe take pity on me because I'm so fucked up right now? Well, it hasn't happened before, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, and Savarna leads you back to the village and you get patched up by one of the healers there. Ooh, describe this healer. Uh, the healer is a 55 year old man, short, very portly, like rounded shoulders, like mm-hmm. a big, thick guy. And his tell uh, is unfortunately a pair of tusks that come right out of his mouth. Cool. Oh, he uh, looks like an orc. He's a boar. He turns into a boar. Uh-huh. Wicked. And he uh, is like slathering poultices all over Tuck's arms and chest, just everywhere. I like that he's not like most healers are like very calm and he's yeah. soft and like he's like that that the it. henchman from Harry Potter. You know, he's like slamming, throws him around, <laughs> throws the chair, like slams food down. He's this, just this guy's very rough. You. He's healing you like he's fixing a washing machine. Like he's just <laughs> slapping the shit out of you. Yeah. He's got a bunch of buckets of different types of goo for different types of injuries. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I shall do it. All right, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Just uh, if it starts to sting a lot, just come back. Okay. Quickly. Why? <laughs> what happens? Well, just come back. <laughs> <laughs> what is that stuff? And he pushes you out of his tent. Can I taste it? Can I no, have some? No, you don't want to. You don't want to consume that orally. Can I get a jar? Maybe. <laughs> What hmm. do you offer in trade? Um, some of the silver, rotten, lemon-smelling liquid. Oh. No idea what it does. Where did that come Even from? Even better. <laughs> I think I've had it for eight years. <laughs> and he takes it, and he opens the jar. No, 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 no. And he sticks his nose right in it and goes like... <laughs> oh. Huh? This'll do. 
All right. This will do nicely. Nice. Hand him an empty mason jar. And he hand, yeah, bloop, 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 like a bulk barn. He just like slops it into your mason jar so with a ladle. It wasn't like some sort of health resin? Uh, Yeah, just mark down uh, Hibernian um, goo. Goo. <laughs> it's just like a loose goo. I know. What's your name? Oh, what's my name? Yeah, I'm being high. I thought I was going to get out of here without having to tell you my name. <laughs> and my name is Or... Fuck, no. That's not my name. Don't tell anyone I said that. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> what? Do, my name is Tromlin. Cool name. Tromlin. Tromlin with a T. Oh, Tromnum. Tromlin. Tom, trom- call me Lynn. Just call me Lynn. 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 I appreciate this. No problem. You smeared me with a bunch of fish goo. And it was my absolute pleasure. Thanks. Uh, now, if you don't mind, get the fuck out of my tent. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I like that guy. <laughs> I do, I like too. him a lot. I think I'm going to visit him tomorrow. Yeah, me too. Yeah, don't. Check in. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. No, you won't. Yes, I will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh savarna is uh standing just outside the tent like kind of leaned up against a post eating something do you know tromlin yeah it's not a big village i know all the people that live on these islands that's how wow it goes he's a cool dude he is bit of a boar if you know what i mean but yeah <laughs> that, sorry dude i we would have laughed at that but yeah. we had a pretty fucking rough night well it's because he turns into a boar and i, I was also doing his no yeah, yeah. no, no it, it makes sense i was doing his accent as well it's yeah. a joke that i have and will make again <laughs> savarna yeah. it was a good joke we're just really run ragged you know it's like the worst feeling in the world is when someone tells you it's a good joke despite the fact that they didn't laugh at all oh my god <laughs> anyway and you hear some as um grimshay approaches you oh come and we all actively don't make a comment on the fact that he just said the word come <laughs> oh man i was trying so hard to let it go Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> he closes his eyes because he can see you all holding back laughter Oh my god, we're back. Took a semen chug. And yeah, you smash cut to we're back on the cliff. The council rock, the massive canopy of the Arbutus knowledge tree mm. sits above you. You can tell that the members of the council are still discomfited by the presence of the tree. Like they don't know what to do. They're just standing and they all look at it and Grimshay. Now you're all standing around the trunk because it was right where the judge once stood. Oh yeah. Uh, so you kind of have to stand in front of the tree. It really fucks up the feng shui. We're kind of too close to Grimshay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can tell he wants to step back. Uh, and all the members whose names we all remember yeah. are here. Yeah. We've got Grombly. We've got um, Shockable. Yeah. Salty Pete. Tilda Swinton. What? <laughs> The dog one? Yeah. Uh, the Wasabi Twins. And we got rounding out the pack. Lil Peep. <laughs> <laughs> he turns into a chicken. He's tiny. He turns into a little chicken. This is a situation where the ne- we got network notes after the last yeah. episode yeah. where they were like, you have to change all these council members. The council members are too intense. <laughs> you need to make them more TikTok-y. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, some of them are just going to be young celebrities. Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, no, I remember all the names. We just don't need to elude yeah, totally. them. But one thing that you notice is that all of them seem trepidatious, whereas Stone Eye is looking tucked dead in the face. 
and he looks fucking furious and texts like i know dude i know i i'll fight you once i'm not dying <laughs> billy is gonna climb up the tree grimshay's like get down get down you can't tell me what That's to do good luck it's my tree this is a council it's my tree and i start peeling the bark whoa what's up what child child it's fine it grows back legions of knowledge yeah ages yeah, yeah gone when billy starts peeling the bark off the arbutus tree valari the willow's daughter goes uh, oh uh, it grows back it's fine it does but it's very uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> and then I start sprinkling the bark onto Stone Eye <laughs> so that it gets in his eyes a bit and like eye. And he gets in his one eye. He's got two eyes. They're just both stones. Both his eyes. (laughs) But he called himself, and this is a conversation we're actually Uh having. uh He calls himself Stone Eye, even though there's two stone eyes, (laughs) which is what's confusing about it. Well, maybe. Someone during my introduction forgot that I was originally only supposed to have one eye. <laughs> but that's none of your fucking business, is it? <laughs> uh, but no, Billy, he's not reacting to Billy Sprinkling. He's trying really hard not to react. Uh, I'm blowing the le- the, the bark <laughs> bits at him, and I'm making sure I have a lot of spit while I'm blowing. <laughs> so there's just like a paste of yeah. Arbutus sprinkles on him. He's just like... <sighs> <laughs> the growl is rising. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be so annoyed. Yeah, I like is it. This okay? yes, this is this great. Great. Yes, And I'm going do 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 do. Oh, I'm so nice. <laughs> oh my god! Grimshay raises his hand. Enough. Tuck is like so tired and exhausted. He's leaning his face against the tree. Could you please at least wake up? No. Shut the fuck up, Grimshay. (laughs) Holy shit. Billy language. Sorry. This is a council and you're a boy. Sorry, Ving. It's okay. And Grimshay raises his hands as if like, not going to apologize to me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We have reached a decision. The history of the Ilianas cannot be ignored, nor can you, the effect that you personally have had upon the spiritual realms and the beings that live therein. But tales of you three have preceded you, and your use to this council cannot be ignored. And so we have determined that the only thing that can pay back blood is blood. Your blood. You will kill the man known as the Ranger King. And that's where we're going to end it for this week. I'm oh your my game God. master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. Playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. And sorry, I made a bunch of farting noises. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be. That's Billy's brand. Never yeah. apologize for your brand. Okay. Uh, thank you to Aaron Reed of Vancouver's Sunday Service for the intro and outro music and composing and performing all of the music that you hear on the show, written by Abdul Aziz and occasionally myself. 
And uh, thank you to our supporters supporting us all around the world. If you want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash spoutlore or spoutlore.com slash money, please, for a whole whack of bonus shit, including an entire bonus campaign called Spout More Mall Brats taking place in the High Spear Mall. Things are really fucking picking up in Mall Brats. Oh, so yeah. if there was a time to get on board, it's now. It's chilling. It's sick. There's merch. There's games. There's lots of cool stuff. So come check us out. And you know what? We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. And so ends the tale of adventures three Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution Turn next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores. And for you, I'd gladly.